It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. From former A's outfielder... Here comes Katze! Here comes the relay! The slide! He's in there! Inside the park! Home run! Mark Katze! To A's manager, it's time for the Manager Show with Mark Katze. Presented by Nest Betting. The A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbedding.com today. Here's Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Mark Katze Show, brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their locations in the Bay Area for all of your betting needs, or you go to nestbedding.com. Check out the beds, the pillows, the bedding, and it sheets. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. That's Nest Betting locations in the Bay Area, or go online, nestbedding.com. Skip, how are you today? Doing great. We're just uh, coming off an off day, which uh, I think uh, was much needed. Guys got a chance to go out and and have some fun, maybe play some golf. I know you played golf yesterday, so um, we talked about a great golf score for yourself on a 79. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm trying. You know, I mean, what we and and I know, you know, because we all live this lifestyle, right? Whether you're a coach, you're a player, you're a broadcaster, you're someone who works for the organization. I don't think people realize when you go for 13 or 15 or whatever it is, straight days, how important it is to really have a special off day where you do relax, but you got to take care of family stuff. I know you go back home to be with the family. Just talk about what you preach to the players and your coaches about how to really take care of your business and cherish those off days. Yeah, no question. You really got to find a way to disconnect. And, uh, you know, this game is challenging in itself uh, just in terms of results, but also uh, the physical challenge of of just the everyday um, grind of of coming and competing and playing, uh, you know, 162 games in in uh, 180-plus days. So when you get that day off, you really do need to give yourself a mental blow as well as the physical side. And some guys, you know, they, they take advantage of, of getting, you know, their body worked on or, um, or just basically going out and like, like you did play golf and, and just lose your mind uh, away from the game. And, and really, uh, for those that have families in town, you know, just enjoy the kids. Um, you know, whether I remember my days going to the parks and just sitting there and watching the kids, you know, play on the playground, um, just gives you a release, you know, and it's all, it's good, especially after, like you said, 13 days in a row. So when I think about your shortstop and I think about leadership, you know, everybody thinks about leadership as a guy who's a rah-rah guy and he's giving speeches and in the olden days, they'd turn over the spread and all this kind of stuff. But really some of the great leaders, I think Marcus Simeon, who I know you're tight with, was one of those guys who truly led by example. You knew that that guy came every day, worked hard. Everybody noticed it. And if Marcus Simeon is out there busting his butt, you better be out there busting your butt. And I see that with Elvis and everything Elvis has accomplished in this game and where he's at in his career. What has he meant to you guys as a leader, especially as lately he is absolutely red hot. 
he has been swinging the bat very well. And uh, as we talked about in spring training, this guy's a true professional. He comes prepared to play the game every day. Uh, His impact in that locker room in that regard, he's, uh, you know, he's been in this game a long time. He's been very successful and, uh, and he continues to just grind. Um, You know, it's, it's a testament to how he takes care of his body. You know, after the end of the season, um, as his third base coach, when I was rounding him around third and he, and he uh, was injured and basically broke his bone into his ankle or foot uh, and he scores, right, sliding in home. That says so much about who he is as a person. And, and we really didn't know what to expect in terms of his timeline and getting back to us this year. Exceeded all expectations and, uh, and is continuing to go out and perform on a daily basis for us. God, that was so gruesome. Like, he, I mean, we, we kind of forget about it, but the fact that he did score and go through everything that he went through in the offseason, it is it is pretty amazing when you look out there and you're like, he's playing every day. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But it doesn't surprise us. Those that know him uh, know the competitor uh, and know the drive. He wants to continue to play until he's 38, 39, 40. So, you know, we've, I've started those discussions with him in terms of just, hey, we're going to need to give you some rest. We're going to, you know, we may need to think about your role going forward in the future um, because it it is a difficult uh, task to go out and play a a very demanding position at at 33 on a daily basis and play as many games as you're used to playing. So I know he's thought about it. He's talked to some of his former teammates, the Adrian Beltres of the world, and, and, uh, and they're also helping him in that. Uh, you know, when we get older, we do need more rest. We need more days off. And uh, and there will be at some point, if you want to stay in this game uh, and continue to play a transition into a uh, into a utility role. Well, you know, a lot of people don't really think about it, but we have all lived it. And when you lose just a little bit, whether it's a little bit of flexibility, it's a little bit of your eyesight, just a little bit. You know, it's a dramatic change. And as you said, if you want to play into your late 30s, you know, is it easy to help a guy to try and cope with that, knowing that, hey, listen, your body will change as you age? Yeah, that's never easy. Um, I think just speaking on a on a personal level, uh, looking back at, at when I um, was starting to transition my career, mostly from the two back surgeries, but really – the aging process, the aging curve, you really got to train harder than ever off the field and keeping yourself in shape. And um, But then, you know, you also have to be a good self-evaluator. And, uh, and a lot of us aren't good self-evaluators when it comes to, uh, you know, looking at, at how we're performing or whether we feel we can go out and hit a 98-mile-an-hour fastball. We're always going to say we can, right, because of our ego and our pride. But at some point, you got to realize that you're cheating to hit that heater and, <laughs> and you're – you know, you're guessing fastball and looking really bad on the changeup. But, uh, you know, that's part of the, that's part of the process uh, when we get older as players. Um, and, I, and I'm sure, um, you know, for those of us in this room, the, the coaching staff and those that have grinded through it, we, we all will uh, be a part of that. You know, obviously, you, you got to have some moments that you enjoy, especially when you're on a little bit of a losing streak. And I think of Bethancourt going yard for the first time in forever. How much did everybody get a kick out of that? No, we all enjoyed it. We've been waiting for Bethancourt to to run into one. Um, you know, you come out, you get a chance to get here early enough 
when we take batting practice to watch his pure power. Um, he hits the ball as far as anyone, um, and that's including, uh, you know, Sean Murphy in that conversation that, that can impact the baseball and hit it really far. So, um, you know, it's been a long time coming for, for Beth. Uh, I think I saw something over, over 2,000, I don't know if it was days or games or um, – it's probably not games because I don't think he's played 2,000 games here. But um, a long time coming, and, and I think it was really exciting for, for him and, and, uh, and, and what, a, what a great reward. Uh, for the grind that he's been through to get back to this major league level. This weekend, we're going to have much bigger crowds, especially on Friday night tonight with the fireworks and Red Sox in town. How nice is that going to see for you guys, the team, a ballpark that's much fuller? Well, we'll definitely uh, feed off the energy. Um, You know, one thing we we do need to to play better at home or find a way to win at home. Um, We've had success on the road. I think we're a 500 team at this point on the road. Um, but having people in the stands this weekend, playing a good quality baseball team in, in the Red Sox, um, there's some exciting stuff going on this weekend. We can talk about the 72 World Series team that we're honoring, um, you know, the, the fireworks tonight. Um, so it, it's a fun weekend. We're excited about it and, uh, you know, looking forward to going out and playing good baseball. Will you talk to the players at all about the the 72 team, which obviously – was the start of three straight championships, 72, 73, 74? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be out there. Um, I'd love for the guys to, to get a chance to meet some of these guys if there's an opportunity to bring them through the clubhouse. Um, you know, we'll, we'll try to make that work. Um, you know, I, I read an article, and obviously the 72, 73, 74 years were prior to uh, me being born. So... <laughs> You know, I've, I've learned a lot about this team and, and the, gen, the, you know, the Gene Tennis MVP, um, you know, having to be, be taken to the ballpark separate from the bus. Um, some great stories. I mean, I know Blue Moon owed them a little bit from being around the club. Uh, you know, I've been around Reggie Jackson a little bit, Raleigh Fingers, Vita Blue, uh, Campy, uh, Joe Rudy, all those guys will be out here. So it should be a fun, fun day for, for them and, 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 and ourselves. Yeah, you think about the run of all the straight years in the playoffs and in the middle of that, uh, three straight World Series. Is that just when you think about it as a player, as a coach, and now a manager, winning three straight, how hard that is, the grind that 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 every year, the excellence that you have to have, just can you put it in perspective and think about what that would be like to win three in a row? Yeah, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a modern team. Is did I don't believe the Yankees won three in a row in the nineties, did they? Yeah, they're, um, they're the last ones to win three in a the row. The last one. So yeah, um really, really remarkable. Um, you know, and, and like you say, you know, as a player, I never got an opportunity to be in a World Series. Um I was a part of a team that did end up winning a World Series in nineteen ninety seven, which was the Florida Marlins. I was up on that team for eighteen days and and uh, and got to feel what it was like to be a part of that championship team, but um, you know it, it's a it's a real testament to to those that group of guys, um, and and not only the team but from the ownership perspective, and uh, and and their willingness to 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 keep these guys together and 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 provide them what they needed year in year out to to get to that uh, World Series and, and not only get there but but to win it. 
Well, you know, baseball historian, baseball historians have always said if Mark Kotze doesn't come up for those games in '97, they don't win the World Series there in, in Florida. <laughs> Downey, I appreciate the the humor, buddy. Um, you know, it was it was fun being there though. The, the team, the group of guys, Gary Sheffield and uh, you know Devon White, Moises Alou, and Kevin Brown, and so. There were guys in the middle of their careers, you know, that that really helped me in the beginning of my career. So I look back at them, uh, their mentorship, and 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 was blessed to have them around me. Uh, we spoke about this prior to, uh, you know, doing this interview. When you know, there's there's great teams, and then there's you know, teams that you you grind with, and so. Uh, that was a great team to be a part of, for sure. They, they were a phenomenal team, and I wish Wayne Huizinga wouldn't have broken that up because it would have been interesting to allow those guys to keep adding to that team and see if they could have maybe won one or two more because there was so much talent. And Jim Leland there, it was, uh, it was a hell of a run. Let's talk about your bullpen. You know, there's ups and downs. You try and tell people, especially in the postgame show, that, you know, we talk about the season being a roller coaster ride bullpens there's going to be times where everybody's hot there's going to be times where everybody's going to be cold there's going to be times where some guys are hot some guys are cold so what's it been like you so far dealing with a bullpen yeah i thought um you know the first let's say four weeks or five weeks of of, of our year our bullpen the, um, we were able to align those guys with with uh you know, soft entries, you know, you got to remember a lot of these guys are first time rookies down there at this level. So, um, you know, we're in, we're in to the season far enough now um, where you talk about, you know, the, the day in day out demand of the bullpen, the usage uh, you know, you can look at it in terms of um, you know, maybe they, maybe they're a little tired, maybe they're going through some learning curves uh you know, maybe the league has figured them out a little bit and they know their mix uh, in terms of their pitches. So, um, you know, again, when when you're looking at a track record and in the bullpen right now, uh, you know, that's Zach Jackson, it's Danny Jimenez, it's you know Parker Markle, it's Austin Pruitt, A.J. Puck, um, you know, Sam Selman. You know, the only guy down there right now that's been a major league bullpen reliever and a uh, that has time really, or, you know, a significant amount of time is Lou Trevino. So and Lou's pitched better of late um, in situations we've brought him in. He's been successful. So uh, it's a roller coaster. It's a long year. Those guys have a very demanding job. You could sit there for a couple of days and not get into a game, but um, you know, we're going to go through that. And every team goes through those bullpen up and ups and downs and hot hands. And when you find one, you ride them and, um, you know, we're, we're in a, we're in a grind right now where, uh, you know, we're, we're going to continue going forward with these guys and, and continue to believe in them and to continue to build confidence in them. Let's end on this. I always like to end on a positive and obviously today, this is going to air on Ace cast live, but we'll run the entire week until we talk to you next week in Cleveland. You know, there are times where you just say, Hey, listen, the home home hasn't been good. But on the road, you guys are 13 and 13. Is sometimes when things aren't going well at home, you can actually look forward to the road and say, hey, the road is a good place for us. <laughs> well, it has been so far this year. And, you know, again, uh, this weekend we want to we want to win a series here against Boston. Uh, they're a good club. Um, they've been swinging the bats better. 
Uh, we'll go on the road to Atlanta, which obviously is a World Series championship team, uh, and then off to Cleveland before we speak again. So Atlanta, Cleveland, two good ball clubs, two good cities, um, and we'll look forward to catching back up uh, next Friday, Tom. All right, buddy. You be well and enjoy this series. We're going to have a, quite a few fans out the next three days, and we'll talk to you in Cleveland on Friday. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. And that's the Mark Kotze Show here on A's Cast, brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their locations in the Bay Area. They're beautiful. For all your betting needs, or you go to nestbetting.com, check out the mattresses, the pillows, the sheets. They got it all. Nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. Nest Betting shows in the Bay Area or nestbetting.com. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.